Hello and welcome back to the Finlay Carmichael PT podcast. So I took a little week off yesterday, so hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, But today we're back at it and this one's going to be based around five steps to deal with overwhelm and anxiety. And I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with and I've had clients struggle with, with it. I've had other people I know and I've struggled with it myself. And what I find is that it's almost very easy to become stuck and to almost overthink. And it's almost like it's paralysis by analysis. And you're thinking about so much. You're thinking, yeah, I could do this. I could do that. Uh, I should be here. I should be there. And you get so caught up in that, that then that leads you to essentially do nothing. And you feel very overwhelmed, very anxious. And you feel like you just don't know what to do to move forward. So hopefully this podcast will give you a little bit of an idea as to how you can improve on that and how um, you can now use these five steps to help you overcome the overwhelm and the anxiety and help you move forward. Um, So what I've got here is just five points that I'm just going to, that I found really useful and and obviously clients have as well. And I'm just going to go through these things um, and hopefully you can take some value from that. So number one is guarding your inputs. Um, Now, by inputs, this can mean different things to different people, but it's going to mean things like social media, the time that you're spending on that, your time, your energy, who you're spending your time with, what you listen to, what you watch, what you read. All these things are going into you. And therefore, like in order to be the best version of you and, and, and in order to stay true to yourself, you need to be able to guard them. You need to be able to be very, very aware of them. Because the more aware you can be of the inputs that you have coming into your life, the better. And it allows you to control them more. And and by guard them, that's what I mean, control them and be able to just be aware of them and be able to um, control them as much as you can. So, for example, social media. Um, It's very easy to just go onto social media and then you all of a sudden come off it feeling overwhelmed. You feel anxious. You feel like you're not doing well enough. You feel like you're not where you should be. And... The reality is that's just you getting caught up in other people's lives and seeing other people's highlights. And therefore you get caught up in it and think, I'm not where I should be. I'm not doing well enough. And you beat yourself up. You feel guilty. And therefore that means you, you put yourself off and you, you talk yourself out of doing things because you see where other people are. And you think you focus on how far away you are from that place. Um, because let's be honest, like you don't go on social media and compare yourself to people who you perceive as below you. You're always comparing to the people above. Um, but what you need to remember is those people below you are always going to be looking up at you. And um, for, for a lot of you, it's just being more aware of it and being aware of the time that you're spending on social media, being aware of the accounts you're following, being aware of what you're, um, what you're looking at, what you're watching, what you're listening to, because all these things will have an effect on you. And if you don't control that, and if you just have your notifications on, if you just scroll on Instagram whenever you can, these things are going to um, compound and multiply and have a massive effect on you. And it's like anything else. Like you need to be able to guard that. So top tips for that would be turn notifications off, like 100% turn your notifications off. If, if you're finding yourself out walking about and doing whatever, even at work or whatever it might be, and you're getting a notification since someone's just liked your post, like turn that off because that is just a distraction. And that is then going to cause you to go onto that. And then just, if you go onto the app, you're going to end up scrolling, you're going to end up seeing other things and probably be triggered. So 
um, social media is a, is a massive one. The same with time. Like, how are you spending your time? What are you doing? Because if you don't essentially plan your day, your day will be planned for you and you'll end up doing loads of different things. So just being aware of the time that you're putting in, the energy that you're putting into things. Like, are you now focused on, right, what do I need to do today? What, what do I really need to focus on? What are the things that I need to make sure that I um, tick off today? Because if you don't put your energy into those things, you'll end up doing loads of little things and, and um, you then will just end up scrolling. You might end up watching a, an episode of Netflix. You might just um, sit about. And although that's okay, like that's not going to help your feelings of overwhelm, your feelings of anxiety, because the reality is action beats anxiety. And if you can take some sort of action, then you'll move forward and you'll feel 10 times better because you'll see that you're moving in the right direction. It's when you're sitting still, it's when you're not doing anything. That's where you really struggle. And that's where you'll find that you become more and more anxious. You come, become more and more overwhelmed because you've just got um, so much that you could potentially do that you forget that you need to do it. And then also like what you watch, what you listen to, these are all things now just to be aware of, like, um, it's easy to sit and watch the news, but is that really benefiting you? Is that really helping you? Like, I couldn't tell you the last time that I've watched the news and obviously that's just a personal choice. You can watch it if you want, but I feel like every time I go on, it's all negative. It's all, um, things that are going wrong. There's never really any positive views. There's no, and you never watch the news and come off feeling feeling a lot better like i would much rather and um, go out for a walk and listen to a podcast or listen to an audiobook than than sit and watch the news because i just don't think that it, it benefits me and therefore i guard i guard myself from that i, I don't watch it um and like and in, in our house very rarely is the tv on before like seven o'clock just because um I, I don't see it as a priority and it's just being aware of what is coming in, like your inputs, what's coming in. It's the same with what you listen to. Like, same thing, what podcasts you listen to, what audiobooks. And it's not like you have to be doing these things all the time. It's just something to be aware of uh, because it is so easy to fall into a trap of um, just watching a little bit of Netflix here, scrolling social media, um, going to do whatever that isn't really serving you. And and that's only going to lead you to feel more overwhelmed, more anxious, because you've not really done anything to resolve it, resolve, resolve that feeling. You've just sort of maneuvered around it and avoided it. Uh, so number one is, is guard your inputs. Number two is make a plan. Like, what do you actually want to achieve? What are you trying to do? Because if you go into a shop um, and you don't have a shopping list, you'll buy anything. You'll buy everything. You'll, you'll see something on a deal and you'll buy it. And that's the reality of it. Like if you don't have something that you're aiming for, then it's going to be very hard to move towards that. And you've got no real reason to do anything because you don't have anything that you're moving towards. So being able to write yourself a plan, being able to write goals, being able to um, just think about, right, what do I need to do over the next 90 days? And where do I want to be over the next year? And that's like a training that I did with my online clients. Um, and it's called Turbocharged Planning Session. And it was just like getting very, very clear on body, confidence, brain, and balance as to what they wanted to achieve over the next 90 days, over the next year, and where they wanted to be. And the best way to, to think about that is like, right, where do I want to be over the next 90 days? Okay, cool. How can I now um, basically see that I'm, I'm getting there? So you're 
your in body we call it key performance indicators so like training wise i want to hit first this i want to be able to do this many pull-ups as as examples and um, confidence wise it might be able to go into the gym wearing a crop top things like that and um, just as, as very general ideas but it's going to be specific for you and just splitting them up into different areas writing them down getting clear on them and then thinking right if i want to get to that place in 90 days it's not really about just sitting and wishing and hoping that I get there. It's about what you do on a daily and weekly basis that's going to move you forward, that's going to move the needle, that's going to help you progress towards that point. And that, like, that's a massive thing because you can sit and write goals and that's fine. And like, people write goals, but then if you're not taking the actions that you need to, to take to, in order to get there, it's, it's really just a wish and there's, there's overwhelm and anxiety comes in because you're not doing anything to move towards it. And yeah, you've written down some goals, but are you really moving towards them? Are you really doing the things that you need to every day, every week, every month in order to move forward towards them? So just being very aware of um, what you're trying to achieve and as well, like why you're trying to achieve it. Um, because obviously the why is going to be a massive part. Um, and generally, it's not the how that people struggle with. It's, it's the why. And focusing more on the why, why you want to achieve it. And again, getting very, very clear on that goal. But just, just having a real meaning behind it is going to, be, going to be absolutely key for you then in order to take action to, to do the things that are going to get you towards that place that you want to be. But yeah, make number two is definitely make a plan um, and just getting crystal clear on exactly what it is you want to achieve, exactly why, um, and splitting it into sig like little things that you can tick off on a daily basis. So for example, um, 90 days body-wise could be to get into a certain dress size, um, just as an example. What do you need to do on a daily basis? You probably need to track your calories, probably need to train, probably need to get steps, probably need to sleep well. Um, and then these are things that you can now focus on each day um, and each week. And if you can do them well, you'll know that you're moving forward towards that place because you're doing things that you need to. Um, and that's gonna, those little action steps are going to help you feel much clearer and give you much more clarity rather than feeling overwhelmed, rather than feeling anxious because you know now exactly what you need to do. And the steps are there. The steps are written out. You can see exactly what you need to do. You can tick them off day by day. Um, so that is a, a massive part of it, being able to make a plan, get very, very clear on not only the end goal, but specifically what do you need to do today in order to move forward. Uh, so yeah, number three, is embracing failure. So this is a massive one, and this comes down to like identity and um, essentially your self-belief. Because some people, like you'll know, some people will go to the gym, they won't be able to do something and they'll give up. Other people, um, they'll do the same thing, but they'll go back and they'll go back and they'll go back. And I've actually got a, an Instagram post, I think it's for Sunday on this, but um, it's about golf, me just now trying to play golf. and. Um, like I wouldn't necessarily call myself a golfer, but what I would say is that like, I'm no, I'm no good at golf. I've been playing six months or so. I've probably lost more balls than I could count. And like, I've, I'm, I'm not the best. I'm, I'm far from it, but I could see that as failing. And I could see that as just, I'm useless at golf. Um, I can't do this and give up. Or I could go back with the mindset of, right, each time I go back, I'm going to get a little bit better. I'm going to try and play a shot better. I'm going to focus on doing this. And that comes from like focusing on the things that you can control. And if I went comparing myself to 
other people who have been playing golf for years and years, then of course I'm going to beat myself up. I'm going to feel like I'm not good enough because they are so far ahead of me. Whereas if I can focus on what I control, if I can focus on the things that I can do, then that's going to be massive. And for me, it's playing golf once, maybe twice a week, just being able to um, improve my score, improve my shots, uh, focus on different things. Um, but as again, comes back to not thinking that failing makes me a failure. Because when you think, if you fail at something, that doesn't automatically mean you're, you're a failure. Failure. It means, yeah, maybe you've failed at that point, but you've never really failed until you give up. And the same comes to you with your, your like health and fitness, your confidence. You, you might think, oh, I, I tried to go to the gym. I can't do it. I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. Whereas when you start to think, okay, cool, that happened. But as long as I keep going back, I'm going to learn from it. And that's, that's the reality of it. As long as you can keep going back, as long as you can focus on the things you control, then you'll always be okay because you're always going to have that growth mindset and you're always going to understand that the more you put into something, the more you get out. The more time, the more energy you put into one area, the more you're going to get out of it. And like sometimes you'll, have, you'll be able to focus more on body. Maybe you've got a holiday coming up. Maybe you've got um, something that you, like a social event or you just, a wedding or you just really want to lose weight because you're, you're not happy. You can focus on that and you're going to have to put more time and more energy towards that. Other times it might be relationships or career. You might have to then dial back some time from the body and focus and push more of your time into career or into relationships. But that doesn't mean that you're a failure and you're always going to have challenge. You're always going to have struggles. You're always going to have things that go well. Um, and then things like you, chances are you, you'll go through times where you feel like you're repeatedly being punched in the face. But what really matters is not that thinking that that is you a failure. That's now, right, what do I learn from that? What lessons can I take from that? What can I extract from that to help me move forward? Because for every, for every like uh, pro, there's a con. For every positive, there's a negative. For every up, there's a down. And you've just got to embrace that. You've just got to expect that and understand that that's just part of the journey. These struggles are part of where I want to go, who I want to be. And if I can embrace them, if I can take the lessons from that, and if I can um, lean into those things that are, that are um, I'm seeing as difficult right now, they're only going to help you become a better version of you. And um, so being able to embrace failure is massive. And it's like that whole thing where you, you fall down seven times and stand up eight. It's, it's not really the amount of times that you, you fall down. It's the amount of times you can get back up and keep on going. And it's the same for any area. If you want to be successful in something, like there's going to be failure. There's going to be times that you don't get to where you want. There's going to be times where um, you don't feel that you're doing well enough. But it's the amount of times that you can then go through that and keep going through it is going to help you get to where you want to be and so yeah number three is embracing failure now number four is a, a little bit similar to the the energy part that i talked about in garden your inputs and in, in the first point but it's focus on the things that are high priority because if you don't fill your day with high priority actions your day will be filled with low priority tasks and i'll just say that again if you don't fill your day with high priority actions, your day will be filled with low priority tasks. And that's so, so true. Like if you don't write down the main things that you need to do each day, then 
you're just going to be left doing whatever sort of comes your way. And it's, it's a tough one because you need to be very, very clear on the actions that you need to take. No one else can, no one else can tell you what to do. You need to, you need to do that. You need to take ownership of it. You need to take control of the situation and you need to say, right, I need to do this, this, and this. And when people feel overwhelmed, when people feel anxious, they've got a massive list of things to do. And that leaves them with like, let's say they've got 10, 20 things to do. Like that leaves them doing the small things, the small things that are probably easier to do and the small things that, yeah, they're getting something done, but it almost makes them feel like they're getting something done when, when in reality, like that's a very easy thing and they could do that later on. Whereas if you focus on, right, what are the three things that I really need to do today? What are the three things that I really need to prioritize? That's where, and, and especially if you can start your day with them, if you can start your day with the harder things, the bigger things that you need to do, the rest of the day is going to take care of itself because you're going to have done those three things You'll have ticked those boxes. You'll have got them done. And therefore, you won't feel as overwhelmed. You won't feel as anxious because you'll know you've moved forward. You've done those things. They're ticked off. They're out of the way. And now you can just tick off those little boxes. Whereas when you start with the, or when you start with the little things or don't plan your day, then you end up doing the low priority things, the things that really you could do at any point, but you're just doing them to to feel a little bit better. And sometimes that's okay because it will help you feel like you're doing something and it will help you feel like you're moving forward. But I found like in my experience that being able to focus on the big things first has been much more beneficial because then you've got a real sense of accomplishment, number one. And number two, you've moved your, you've done the things that are most important. Um, and that could be, as an example, a training session. It could be something for work. It, could be something that you really don't want to do, but doing them first will um, be massive. And like, if you go, if that's kind of why, like I quite like training in the morning, especially when gyms are open. Just now I found it's a little bit different, but when gyms are open, I like training in the morning because I see that as like my time to get the things done that I really, really need to. And if I can get my training done in the morning, that's then that box ticked off. I've gone, I've done it. I've pushed myself to do that. And then um, I know that I can do all these little tasks later on or little, whatever, little things that you might have to do in your day. Whereas if you don't train in the morning, then you're like, right, I'm going to train at night. It's very easy to then push that off because your, your day is then filled with all these little low tasks, low priority tasks. And then it's easy to push that back because something comes up, you've got a work late, you've, um, another I don't know, thing comes up in your life that you now have to do. And therefore that's just your training is then just pushed out of the way. Therefore, you're, you're pushing your own priorities out of the way. Um, and when you do fill your day with like low priority tasks, that leads you to, to not feeling as worthy. Not, like your self-worth goes down because you feel like, all oh, these people are doing this, oh, they're doing that, and I can only do this. And um, that's only because you're not getting your priorities straight. You're not clear on, right, what do I need to do today? And like, that's a massive thing that I try and get my, my clients to do. I, like when they come into the, the program now, I try and get them to, to purchase a, like a, a diary or a journal so that they can now write down, like I've got specific ones. I say high performance planner on Amazon. That's a really good one. Um, that's really good for planning the six minute journal. Um, that's more for gratitude and stuff like that. But 
it's, it depends on the person, but if you can get very, very clear on right, writing down what are the one to three things that I need to do tomorrow in order to move myself forward the most. And if you can take them off, then you can go, then go on to the other tasks and, and they're really easy to take off. And that leaves you feeling much less overwhelmed, much less anxious because you know that you're moving forward and you're getting those big tasks done. Um, and number five is, is definitely the biggest one and it's simply take action because so many of you are probably listening to this thinking of all the different things that you need to do all the different aspects in your life that you need to fix all the different uh you may be body wise as an example you may be thinking training sleep steps nutrition uh water all these different things that you're focusing on just just think right what is now what do i need to focus on and now I need to do that. I need to take action because it's all too easy to just sit there and almost bury your head in the sand. And that's fine for a while. That's, that's fine. Everyone will go through, everyone will cope with things in different ways. Everyone will have their own um, coping mechanisms. But in the end, it's going to come down to your ability to take action, to do something to move you forward. Because again, like motivation, you need to, do, you need to take some sort of action to move you forward a little bit and that's going to help you see progress. And when you see progress, you're going to feel more motivated. And like that motivation is going to lead you to feel a hundred times better. And um, yeah, it's easy to skip to gym sessions. It's easy to not eat good food. It's easy to not get your steps. But these things are probably going to benefit you. And for you to be able to take action and do them is going to be the number one thing because um, you need to be able to take action to feel less overwhelmed, less anxious, and everything else. And um, action will beat anxiety 100% of the time, as long as you're doing the right things and as long as you do take that action. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my sort of five, five top tips to dealing with that sort of stuff. Please let me know if that helps. Give me a, give me a message on Instagram. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, but yeah, hope that helps. Please feel free to share it in your stories um, and uh, tag someone that, or send this to someone that you think might benefit from this. But yeah, hope it helps. Hope you have a good day. Thank you for listening and au revoir.